you know how they say if you're using CBD, you need THC for that entourage effect. Well, it's the same with THC. So if you're using nothing but THC, you're not totally benefiting from it. So yes. mm-hmm. I always recommend that you have some CBD. Got a lot of love. Yeah, that's for sure. Got music and movies and friends and medicine. Yeah, is the show for me and you. The one you love to listen to. And oh, you got your friends. See it through. Zeke's laughter is medicine too. Said it's medicine to be. Welcome to this 420 episode of The Ed Show, award-winning podcast sponsored by Kara's Healthcare and the Relevant app. The opinions expressed on the show today are not necessarily those of producer A-Edge Productions. I'm your co-host, Brandon Lee, and here's your host, Wendy Love Edge. Hey, everyone. Happy 420. We don't dispense medical advice, and all your health choices are your own. This is season six, episode 15, How Can I Use Cannabis? How are you today on this great 420, Brandon? I'm doing excellent. I'm doing awesome. Uh, I love the title of today's show. Uh, (laughs) If you can work in cannabis in any any way, you're going to do it. But man, (laughs) let's get right to the point. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, there's so many ways to use it. And I think sometimes people don't realize that Um, if you're a cannabis enthusiast, uh, definitely you already may know that. But we may have some that you haven't thought of. You know, you never know. Yeah, it's a long ways between the uh, from the the Pepsi can that you poked holes in. (laughs) in junior high uh, to what we're doing now. You know, it's so weird that some people are still still discovering like Mm -hmm. other ways and other, um, you know, effective ways of ingesting and and using the plant. So it's kind of an exciting time, Mm -hmm. isn't it? For for people that are in that cannabis world. I just interviewed someone on Weed Speak recently. She's been in the cannabis world a long time. And she said, Wendy, remember when the activists were like all sitting in wheelchairs and on crutches and holding signs in front of the courthouse? You know, you yeah. saw so many of those. And now, you know, they're still there. Thank you to all of you, really, because those folks are the people that that brought us what we're getting now, you know. Um, yeah. And we forget that sometimes. But now the crowd includes all different kinds of people. And, um, you know, everyone's kind of saying, hey, you know, let's give access to this plant. Come on now. <laughs> right. And well, and we know this, uh, there's a been, there's been a lot of laws trying to be passed down to legalize marijuana for decades mm-hmm. now. And we've kind of understood that a lot of happenings go between the, uh, big pharma 
and them mm -hmm. not wanting you to treat these medica all these uh, different things that can be treated with uh, right. marijuana, medical marijuana. So, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's hurting their bottom line and the way that that goes, you can't do that in corporate America. So yeah. sometimes you got to find your own ways of being healthy. Right. It's complicated, you know, and yeah, sometimes it comes down to greed or wanting that share of the market. But really, we want what would I love to see is just everyone really working together to make sure patients have what they need, you know, whether it's cannabis or sometimes pharmaceuticals are appropriate. You know, I say that all the time. You know, I think if if um, if everyone can really learn about the plant, what it can do, what the what the uh, contraindications are and what the great things about it are, you know, they, people can make their own decisions. It's really empowering too. Yeah. And, you know, you were talking about how you got into this. I mean, you're a big advocate for it, Wendy. You've mm -hmm. uh, really been pushing for a long time for mm -hmm. all sorts of, uh, of uh, regulation, things like that, or just taking a look at it and, and using it in our daily lives. I mean, you've been a very big advocate for that. What got you on this path? Yeah. So, um, I got sick in 2011 with a disease called dermatomyositis, a really long name. Um, my body was eating my skin and muscle cells, and Whoa. I didn't know that. Um, and uh, I was working as an occupational therapist at the time, and I started, you know, tripping over my feet, having trouble keeping up, a lot of fatigue. My skin started breaking out, and uh, finally got the diagnosis. I ended up in a power wheelchair, unable to care for myself, and on 16 pharmaceutical drugs. And um, and they told me I was going to die. They told me three times uh, that I was I was going to die, either from the illness or the treatment. And, uh, you know, so that was 2011. In 2013, I was still on all the drugs that they put me on. I kept asking what I could come off of. And they'd say, oh, you have a diagnosis to go with every drug. There's not really anything. And, uh, you know, I had sort of an epiphany. I heard, I heard a voice that said, your body can heal itself. And uh, I knew that that was true, but I had forgotten because when doctors look you in the eye and say, you're going to die. All you want to do is survive, right? So you forget yes. what you know sometimes. And so I really took it to heart. I typed it in the computer. I looked at it. I started looking things up and I made a decision for myself that I can't recommend to other people. Uh, but I decided to start weaning off the pharmaceuticals just to see what I had. I figured I had nothing to lose, you know? Yes. So I started weaning off, went into full withdrawal, not knowing I was addicted to opiates, gabapentin, Valium, Cymbalta, all the things they had me on. And, uh, and, but I was determined. I had changed my mind, decided I could be healthier. And so I kept going. And then a friend came to visit by, by chance. She came to bring me some groceries to help me out. And she asked me a question that saved my life, really. She asked me, have you tried marijuana? And you know, I said, my first response was, I'm trying to get off these drugs. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, and, uh, and she said, No, Wendy, really, it's medicine. I've been using it my whole life. And I had the early experience in high school of using cannabis. Um, I didn't know it was medicinal at the time, but it really was. It calmed me down. I had had anxiety, PTSD my whole life from things that happened to me. And, but I never thought of it that way. Man, with, though, with a few puffs, the pain came down, the withdrawal went away, and I knew it was my medicine. And that lit a fire in me to get it better, reduce as many pharmaceuticals as I could, uh, start eating well, exercising, positive thinking, all of the elements of health and wellness. 
And uh, I got down to two pharmaceuticals using cannabis, largely cannabis and all these other elements and also alternative health, chiropractor, acupuncturist, herbalist, um, and uh, started to really get better. Um, and I just wanted everyone to understand that a good deal of your health and wellness is in your own hands and that, that cannabis can balance your system right? You can't spell healthcare without THC. I say that all the time. I didn't make it up, but I say it all the time. Um, that creates homeostasis. And then you have to do the work though, in addition to the cannabis. Um, and so, um, you know, I went on from there <laughs> um, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's also the people have all sorts of different paths that lead them to uh, cannabis use and um, as we know, in the community of, of just following people, even from the Ed show and um, mm -hmm. that talk about cannabis use and what it does for them. I mean, think about how many people that we've reached just in this community, mm -hmm. uh, just incredible souls that are, are a light for other people that, you know, that are um, daily cannabis users. Yes. And, you know, it's not like alcohol. A lot of people kind of relate it to alcohol. My grandma called it dope. But I think right. she called it mm -hmm. everything. Every drug on the planet is just dope. Right. You know? So um, it, it's just now being understood. I think it's just now being discovered what an incredible, powerful plant that I think a lot of people already knew uh, yes. the powers of these plants. But um, finally coming around to the government and to other people to realize um, what we're doing. And, you know, we've really with this show, I think it's been so amazing that we've been able to talk about the things that we have and, and the relation with cannabis with a lot of these subjects, right. um, you know, from everything to, uh, from uh, p prisons mm -hmm. uh, to our overall, overall health. I mean, it all right. involves this. So a lot of people um, use this. And so this 420, as we celebrate um, the cannabis and in America, this is mm -hmm. just an amazing holiday. It's like Christmas for us, yes. for everyone to talk about. So it's good to like talk to someone, especially you, Wendy, since again, you you wake up every day and you live and breathe this. Uh, I do. With, and, with you know, it's family it, and everyone, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it changed my life completely, completely. I was in mainstream healthcare. I was, um, I was the boss. I had a, I was an area director for a rehab company. I had employees in four states. And if they tested positive for THC, they were gone. You know, that was the company rules and it, it still is in many states, wow. you know, so there's still a lot of challenges. Um, I still have health challenges, but this is a whole lot better using cannabis and other natural methods um, to create a balance in your system so that you can you can live more happily, live a better life. And there you're are absolutely some better right, bosses. You know? By the way, there's some better bosses out there. Like my old boss from the radio station was like, listen, we're going to drug test everyone. Uh -huh. And whoever comes back negative is fired. We're going to get them out of here. <laughs> so, they, so there are some cool bosses out there. There are, and a lot, and we've noticed this too, Wendy. A lot of people are coming around on the fact of uh, drug testing uh, in general, but especially mm -hmm. for THC, something right. that it, uh, it, is universally it, becoming um, an accepted thing. Right. And I don't understand in some of these states when they pass their initiatives why it's not included in the law. Um, I think Oklahoma is one of the only ones that actually stipulated in their initiative, if someone has a cannabis medical card, 
and test positive for THC, they're okay on the job because that's, right. that's their medicine. You know, I remember, you know, I, so I've had psoriatic arthritis and other issues before this big health crisis, you know, I had other problems. So I was on um, some opiates actually for a long time. Vicodin was like a prescription I had if I had too much pain, you know, and I was out working taking Vicodin, you know, and it was acceptable because I had a prescription, right? And I wasn't abusing it. I was using it as directed, but I was still taking it and, and being on the job, you know, um, and that was okay. So we, we really still have a lot of work to do. You know, workers should be protected. I love, I, I think it's hilarious what your boss said. And, you know, I understand they're thinking, well, you're working in healthcare, right? So we have yeah. to look for these things. But if they're going to allow, you know, things like a prescription for Valium is okay and opiates are okay and you're working, they have to really rethink cannabis and THC also. I, I agree. I mean, there are some jobs out there like driving under uh, being impaired, which you shouldn't be on anything for that. And, you right. know, we, we've learned this. And um, there are ways to get around that without having to just, wash the whole system and say, hey, throw it away and say, hey, this is illegal now. Right. Uh, because we are dealing with so many different kind of drugs and everything from caffeine to other things that distract us on our daily lives. It's almost comical if you sit back from, you know, if you're some aliens visiting from a different planet <laughs> and you go back and you see what, you know, you pull the curtain back and see what's happening. It's, it's almost comedy to right. think that a plant of all things can be grown out of the ground is illegal and you can get thrown in under the jail for cultivating this plant that right. grows from the dirt uh and then you can go behind jail and there are people in jail right now as we speak mm -hmm. over a plant and it's just it's right. uh sometimes confusing to a lot of people and as we know every from state to state everything varies and we're getting all these you know words of of encouragement saying, hey, the, the federal government is going to legalize it soon. And, you mm -hmm. know, but until then, we're kind of in this uh, parallel universe of like not knowing where we're going to go with marijuana. Right. Um, and every yeah. state is kind of if you didn't notice this. Right. I think that those are all really good points. It's important as we celebrate 420 and we are free. Um, if you're a medical patient here in Arkansas, you're free to use your medicine. Yeah. Other states like New Mexico, we've got guests today from New Mexico because the business is booming there uh, with, with their recent adult use initiative passed. And so, but there are still people in prison and we have to remember that, um, that we still, again, we still have so much work to do for sure. Well, coming up next, my conversation with Miss Teddy about all the ways that you can use your cannabis. Joining me now is the lovely Miss Teddy. She is Cannabis Activist of the Year in New Mexico, and she is a cannabis educator and the creator of the Food is Medicine Minute. Welcome, Miss Teddy. It's funny welcoming you to, you to the show because you're on the show every week, but it's great yes, to see I am. you. Yes. Thank you for having me and happy 420. Happy 420. This is wonderful. And uh, you're here today because we are going to talk about all the different ways that you can use cannabis and some of the pros and cons of those those ways. I am all ready for this. I am drinking 
a THC infused seltzer and uh, it is delicious. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of a lightweight. I use cannabis for my health every day, but I have to really go slow. And so I love the seltzer because A, there's no sugar in it uh, to worry about. And B, I can sip on it for a long time and get the benefits and not get too um, too high for me, right? Because sometimes I get some ill effects if I get too, too high. Um, so what have you got for us? What are we starting with I, on your end? Unfortunately, I don't have anything sugar-free, but I am going to start out with an edible because edibles are a form of using your cannabis or THC that takes a lot longer for it to get into your system. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend that if you're a newbie, go slow. Do not, one of these is 50 milligrams. So don't eat the whole thing if you're a newbie. And um, if you don't feel anything in 15 minutes, don't eat another one. Just <laughs> give it like, give it at least an hour before yes. you even try it. Mm -hmm. I am a seasoned medical cannabis user. So, um, I have no problem, except for the sugar, you know, because sugar, that, mm -hmm. that's the downfall of a lot of the edibles. They're mm -hmm. loaded with sugar. And um, yeah, and you talk about, um, you talk about the sugar a lot on the Food is Medicine Minute. And how yeah, it, it causes know. inflammation. Mm -hmm. It can promote the growth of cancer cells. So if you're using your cannabis for pain or even for cancer, you're kind of just um, wasting your money on edibles because they are so loaded with sugar. So it's counterproductive, mm -hmm. in, in my opinion, to get a sugar-loaded edible. Right, so, right. Um, we're going to go to the most popular that most people knew back in the 60s and now, and that's the good old flour. But this mm -hmm. one is runt, and it is high in limonene, myrcene, Carolphaline and Leninol. So for me, it gives me an uplifting, relaxing feeling. So I can use this throughout the day and at nighttime, and it's not going to do anything. And then we've got, um, let's see, we've got a bowl that mm -hmm. you can smoke it with. And then we have your good old fashioned water pipe okay. that you, you can use. And then we do have a dry vape that okay. you can use. This one's pretty cool. You actually open it up and it's already got some vape in there, but you put your cannabis in there and uh -huh. then you turn it on and you get your, your dry vape. Nice. That way. If, are there some pros and cons for people like using a water pipe or bong versus the bowl versus the dry vape? Um, what yes. should people know yeah. about that? If you're using a joint, we have to worry about the carcinogens that are coming from the paper. Mm -hmm. And then a bowl, there are some times that you won't clean your bowl as often and you are just getting that massive smoke going straight to your lungs. So, and then with the water pipe, you do have some sort of filtration, but with the water pipe, there's always the chance of um, you getting too big of a hit uh, because right. you know you, you you'll get caught up in watching the smoke come up because it's a cool device and then you'll get too big of a hit and you can you'll you'll just start coughing mm -hmm. more sure. than um, if you're not being really careful with the water pipe. So 
we are going to get into now what we call the concentrates. Okay. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I sense that these might be a favorite of yours, Miss Teddy. <laughs> these, okay. What I like about concentrates, I suffer from um, a lot of different mental disorders, PTSD, multiple personalities, adult um, autism, and um, personal personality disorder. So mm -hmm. there's like a lot of people pleasing and other issues that, that come about. And so what I like about the concentrates are they are really quick hitting. Nice. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just one little, one little dab and you once you exhale, you automatically feel it. Nice. So mm -hmm. we've got three different kinds. This one here is my favorite. It is called Shatter. And you can see the big old chunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that there, I'm going to put in my little smiley face scrunchie. Uh -huh. And then I'll show you the other two. And then I will show you how I do the dabs. Okay. Okay, so that was called shatter. This is called batter. So oh. it, it's more it's more like a cookie dough. Really? Texture. I have not seen that. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> and then we have some saucy diamonds. Mm -hmm. Rex told me I couldn't say sauce because <laughs> <laughs> my accent. But we, do, we have some um yes. My favorite is the diamonds and sauce, uh, honestly. And and I believe in the sauce, you get the benefit of terpenes, although it may be too hot. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's why we, there are different devices that you can use. Mm -hmm. We They do have a dab nail that you can set your temperature. So okay. you can set it on a low temp dab. Once again, we have what's called a rig. It just mm -hmm. has a bucket that you put on here and you torch the bottom of it, heat it up, drop your dab in there and do that. I, it's just like when you use it as a bong, I get too big of a hit. I can't control it with, mm -hmm. with um, a rig. They call it a rig. I can't control my intake of um, concentrate with the, with the rig. So I like, and it's so dirty, excuse me, but I'm like a nectar collector. Uh -huh. It's just a little bitty straw and they do have mini torches. But once again, if I'm like really in one of those, I'm either needing to take a Xanax or go to the hospital because I feel like I'm having a heart attack, panic, panic attack. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull out the big gun here yeah. and I, I represent the G pin on my thing. Yes. And we're going to, um, well, yeah. And um, you know, it, uh, the choices are when you're having a crisis, whether it's a panic attack or whatever it is, you know, yeah, to go to the ER and use, you know, big pharma product, or, you know, if you learn to use this medicine for what works for you, something short acting could really prevent that from happening. And even the torching, it, it, it's kind of um, calming because it reminds me back in the day when my mom, we used to roast, um, marshmallows oh yeah. you can always tell you saw i heated it up i can sit here and talk and you can still feel a little bit of the heat on my hand and then i'm just gonna that's why it's called dabbing yes 
Wow, really easy. And then, mm -hmm. and then it, once you exhale, it is an instant elevation and an instant mood mood change. Right. So yes. that that's why I kind of um <clears throat> like the the dabs. But when we did everything that I talked about, we are missing one main component to get that entourage effect. Mm -hmm. So I always recommend that you have a tincture of CBD mm -hmm. because you do need, I mean, you know how they say, if you're using CBD, you need THC for that entourage effect. Well, it's the same with THC. So if you're using nothing but THC, you're not totally benefiting from it so yes. i always recommend that you have some cbd to to be able to go along with with that right and cannabis works best using the entourage effect it's there for us you just need to add in the cannabinoids the terpenes all of it together is how it works best you know yeah, um, yeah. and then um there's so many new components and new things that are that are coming out with um first i'm going to show you my lifeline i almost get teary-eyed because without this i i would be a, a wreck back on 25 pharmaceuticals wow. and just a total wreck so happy 420 let me get back in the, <laughs> the, the happy mood mm -hmm. so this is called rso and usually it comes in a syringe if you buy it at a, at a dispensary, but they charge $80 a gram mm -hmm. for 90, the RSO. $90 here. And mm -hmm. see, this is what I use to keep cancer at bay. This is what I used when I had cancer. This is what is keeping all the nodules and the tumors from growing that I have. And this is called RSO or FICO. So mm -hmm. RSO is Rick Simpson oil. FICO is full extract cannabis oil. So this is just, um, this here, Rex and I like to keep more of the cannabinoids. So we don't burn the, the we don't burn the alcohol off. Mm -hmm. We let it slowly evaporate. It's a really long process. We let it slowly evaporate, but this has got all the cannabinoids and the THCA. So I can use this to cook with because it's not activated I, I can make oil like olive oil and you, you guys see me putting this in my hot food all the time oh yes oatmeal and uh yep. rs oatmeal i think you RS oatmeal. <laughs> yep. cheery rso's yes <laughs> but that we we make our own because like i said it is so expensive so that's why it's in that little tub not in the syringe so we covered i think all the different ways to um use it except for the last one and um this one would have been my food is medicine minute and since it's one that you like as well as i like we can um both talk about that and that is juicing look how pretty that is for with, those of you who are on podcasting cannabis. or on the radio it's a very green drink the raw cannabis very green drink yeah, very green and, and very, very earthy. This is why I wrote the recipe because, you know, it, it, it has a really an acquired taste to it, shall mm -hmm. I put it. Yes. But 
it is loaded with anti-inflammatories. It can help you fight off your common cold. It can help you fight off a slew of, of illnesses. It can help as a dietary supplement. It can help you lose weight. It's loaded with protein, vitamin K, vitamin D, vitamin C, um, anti-cancer, anti-inflammatory, anti-fungal, anti-spasmodic. I mean, it is, this is the, the green, I really want to bottle it and just call it green dream. This has been absolutely amazing. And thank you so much for showing all the different methods of using cannabis. What a great way to spend 420, Miss Teddy. I know, right? <laughs> thank you. And thank you so, so if you want to just remind people where they can reach you, that'd be great. Um, if you want to find me, all you have to do is go to Facebook and put in at learn from Teddy. Excellent. Thanks again for joining me and happy 420, my friend. Thank you. Joining me now is Matthew Duran from Milo Cool Cat Club. Welcome to the show, Milo. Should I call you Milo or Matthew? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, either or is fine. Uh, thank you for having me, Wendy. Happy 420, first of all. And I'm so glad that you're here with me for this special episode of The Ed Show. Um, we've connected a few times uh, regarding your glass, which is really beautiful and well-made. Um, and so I wanted to have you here on 420 uh, to talk about the different glass options that people might have, and also um, to talk about adult use or recreational use in New Mexico, since it just happened and you work in the cannabis industry. Um, so I understand sales have been very busy. <laughs> Definitely. I know um, a lot more people that uh, didn't have access before. Um, now have the access to cannabis because of that, um, you know, the need for um, glass goods has risen. Mm -hmm. And it's really great, too, um, that we have the Internet as the artist, because then we can get our work out um, across the country, across the world mm -hmm. and, um, you know, still um, stay grounded where we're at and be able to, you know, participate in uh, local uh, community things as well. So I wanted to ask, because on our show, we bring together plant medicine, wellness, music, art, and women's empowerment um, in, in all kinds of ways. And um, you kind of bring together art and plant medicine. <laughs> um, so what, which came first? Were you an artist and, and that kind of came upon plant medicine and said, oh, I'm, I really want to make some glass? Um, or did the cannabis come first? I'm just curious uh, in your life how that worked. Whenever I became a part of the cannabis community about 2014, um, that's whenever I started to attend uh, uh, community events, the mm -hmm. community building type of events. And, and that's whenever I found the glass blowing. So ever since 2014, I've been pretty involved in the glass scene here in New Mexico. I was a really big collector for a long time where I would... Uh, pick up uh, large amounts of other people's work sure. and uh, just making the connections uh, doing that um, people actually helped me eventually fellow artists here in New Mexico uh, get set up with my own uh, equipment and everything and nice. it's really been a community building project so the cannabis came first and then the art and the the two together does the cannabis inspire you to make new and different glass pieces I think that the functionality 
really is important because mm -hmm. if someone makes a pipe and they've never used the cannabis, then uh, they can never truly know like how to make the function um, Good proficient. Point. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, you can really tell the difference too. Just little things like a point. I don't know if you can see here. It's kind of hard to see, but um, whenever I make my bowls, I always push the bowl away from the mouthpiece. Uh -huh. And whenever you do that, um, the ash flies out away from your mouth whenever you suck out. Oh, so, nice. um, uh -huh. something that someone that doesn't smoke wouldn't really think of necessarily. Right. And I think that uh, being able to incorporate that, and I really see the pipes as a as a tool first, and then kind of like uh, to express my artistic view secondly. And just because I think that comes from being a patient for so long. Like, I look at a pipe, and I see it as something that's going to help me, you know, um, um, it's going to help me get my medicine delivered right. more efficiently. Right. And whenever you're using a piece that's more quality and has a lot of thought put into it, it makes a difference whenever, um, you know, you're consuming your medication. Um, mm -hmm. It gets really unpleasant if you have ashes flying into your mouth a bunch or... Right. You have a piece that's really unsturdy that just like you put it down and it wants to roll off the table. And yep. uh, that's just something you get whenever um, you have the experience of using cannabis for many years. You're able to kind of apply your struggles to your craft in a, in a different right. way. For right. sure. What's your favorite piece that you've ever made? Can you describe it a little bit for me? So some of the most favorite pieces that I like making are actually going to be uh, some of my earlier work. Whenever I first started, before I uh, made pipes, I actually used to make uh, little critters and jewelry pieces. So um, I know a big hit was uh, like the little sugar skull type uh, pieces. Mm -hmm. A lot of people uh, like the south southwestern uh, type jewelry. Uh, another one that I really used to like making was, was called uh, little characters. I used to call uh, chubby gummies. Chubby and gummies. I make, uh, chubby gummies. <laughs> I yeah. love that. And, yeah. And there'd be a little, like little gummy bear looking pieces. And uh, so that's really where my heart lies. I love making little uh, characters like ducky, strawberries, things like that. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm slowly incorporating them uh, into my functional glass now. So uh, now that I'm actually making pieces that um, you used to smoke out of and use, I'm starting to connect them to those pieces. So it's, it's really fun to be able to um, bring out my you know, artistic side in that way. Mm -hmm. and where people could use their functional pieces and kind of have my special marking on it. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, I know we recently connected, um, you know, I um, used to work as an occupational therapist before I became disabled. And um, I've recently been thinking a lot about medical patients and how their physical impairments may affect their ability to use their medicine. And uh, you had some great ideas for the glass. Has it ever come up with people um, looking for something that maybe maybe they only have use of one hand and they've got to be able to hold on to it and light it with one hand? Or has that come up in the past for you? Uh, most definitely. And I think it's something that uh, most glass artists actually come across. Um, reason being, whenever uh, you go to a smoke shop, you know, um, they're not going to have specialized pieces without carb holes. I've had people come to me and ask me if I could uh, make them a piece without a carb hole because they still want to be able to use a pipe. They just want to, um, they can't carb it necessarily because they have uh, mobility issues, things right. like that. And um, that's just 
something you can't really go to like uh you know a place that sells uh, nothing but the mass produced and mm-hmm. you can't get that special touch so that's something that comes with along often or uh, another one that i had a request recently was um i had someone that likes to smoke joints but they uh, smash it on accident because they have a uh, limited so oh, what right. i did is trouble I with it. fine motor skills and mm-hmm. yeah so what I did is I made a little piece where the joint could go inside of, but it was sturdy enough to where you could hold it comfortably and then not smash the joint, ruin nice. the joint. This has been so delightful chatting with you. Uh, how can people get in touch with you? Um, so I have a few different ways. Um, if anyone wants to check out my website, uh, you can find me at uh, milocoolcatclub.com. And then there you can see our full gallery. And then also we have a page on Facebook. Um, it actually goes by the same name of Milo Cool Cat Club, American mm-hmm. Glass Art. Well, happy 420. Maybe we should light up together in, in, uh, in celebration. Right? <laughs> have to do like a toast with a... Yes, yeah, a little toast. Okay. Here's to New Mexico having adult use <laughs> and Milo Cool Cat on the Ed Show. What great conversations with Miss Teddy and Milo. Um, I love his pieces. I'm actually wearing, you can't see it, uh, but now I'll hold it up. So this is oh. a, ne- a pipe <laughs> necklace that he made me. Um, and I'm I love convenient. it. You just have that on you all the time. I keep that on me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> keep it on me. I know Angela gets nervous about it. She's like, you're going to wear that. So like, if you get pulled over, they just see it. I'm like, I'm a patient. <laughs> you you know? are a patient, you yes. know? It's like giving your like uh, medicine spoon around with you everywhere, you know, or yeah. like <laughs> right. Sort of like a go. diabetic that has to have his needles around, you know. That's it's, right. It's, it's That's what right. you gotta have. It's yes. just your device. So speaking <laughs> of that, I mean, obviously, cannabis user for a long time. What are your um, What are your methods? I mean, obviously, it's not all you waste your necklace pipe, but uh, <laughs> what things do you usually use to uh, to administer your medication? Well, I'm going to take a, a gummy. I, earlier, I was oh. drinking infused seltzer with uh, with Miss Teddy. How, and, how uh, big are these gummies? Are they like, do so you these eat just are, one of them? How does that work? This That's is it, a, one. This is one. And, you know, I am, I'm a lightweight. I'm going to eat half of this. See, I don't like that. I don't like that, Wendy, because I love gummies. <laughs> Bears, I, I'll eat like 12 of them. I can't eat one. That's like asking to eat one prickle. I can't. <laughs> You got to you got to split that up. Can they do really tiny amounts and you just eat a bunch of them? I don't know. You can. I I mean, you can you can microdose uh, cannabis. It works really well for a lot of people. They don't want to get that full head high, you know, so but they want the medicine in their system. So, yeah, you could cut that thing into six little pieces. But uh, yeah, if you're someone who wants to keep eating them, make sure you keep the the THC ones uh, separate. Yes. <laughs> Maybe have some other gummies with you. But my absolute favorite thing to do really is to smoke a joint. I think it works fairly quickly. It's simple use. It's not like 
an all-day commitment like some edibles can be. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hope you're not busy for like a day and a half. <laughs> right. You know, or, you know, um, even dabbing, you know, I think for me, dabbing goes away fairly quickly. I understand why people want to keep going with it because it doesn't last long, but it's still kind of a commitment because it's a pretty heavy high, you know. Um, so I just yeah, love I, I, a nice fatty. The only drawback with the uh, with the joint is that if you're going, you're smoking a joint on the run or maybe with some whoever and then going to an event or something, you always smell more than mm -hmm. anything else. You know, that paper kind of makes you smell a little bit more. So you're like, everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Your paranoia may be up a little bit higher because your fingers smell and you're, you right. know, I've, I've, uh, I've witnessed those situations before. But sure. I mean, it also probably brings you back, you know, like uh, kind of nostalgia. Right. That's true. I mean, if so, another way that I also really love is to is the drinks. So like infused seltzer, infused half and half in my coffee. It's very discreet and uh, I can limit the amount, just sip a little bit at a time and get the health benefits, the pain reduction, reducing anxiety and elevating mood without anybody smelling anything right. or no or knowing yeah. and i'm just sipping away at my drink you know? <laughs> little do they know <laughs> you know my i have a i have a family member that is um a medical marijuana patient and uh, he got to visit out in denver and now obviously they're they're a few light years ahead of us uh mm -hmm. when it comes to just cultivating and coming up with the science behind all the things and um they have some edibles that are one of the big things about edibles is it kind of takes a long time. Even with the mm -hmm. drinks, it takes a little bit to get into your system. Yeah. Um, and they have some now that are activated within five minutes of eating. Oh. Uh, you can eat a gummy and within five minutes, you're like, you're good. <laughs> um, and they don't last as long, I heard, within about two hours or so, uh -huh. they kind of say. But um, but the effects is quick. They're quick. Uh, hmm. I was on the phone with them and they... You know, between eating it and just about, you know, five minutes later, they're already talking about it, you know, so. Wow. Um, you know, so that's there's, some, there's some uh, science behind it. Yeah, that's some technology there. I will say, so, you know, I ate that edible and I, it probably won't kick in for about an hour. The, right. This particular one. You kind of get an idea of how quickly it seems like with the drinks, they're they are quicker. And I don't know the science behind it, but yeah, maybe if it's I'm, the liquid. Yeah. You know, who knows? Who knows what that is? Your body's not processing it as quick, uh, or is processing it faster, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so you're feeling within 30 minutes or so, at least. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yes. yeah, <laughs> yes. The coffee can be even within 15, 20 minutes. Um, oh wow, yeah. I think because it's warm, maybe. I like I said, I don't know the science behind it, but. Um, but you know, someone else may say it takes hours. I remember one time, um, Topher, I, uh, gave him a drink. I think it was a drink and it didn't do anything. He wasn't, he was planning on Never. just staying home and wasn't going to do anything. And then it kicked in like three hours later after <laughs> he left the house <laughs> and he was like, you know, I was just done like trying to figure out how to get home basically yeah. <laughs> so you know, you know and you that's the to... thing if you're doing that stuff definitely plan ahead because mm -hmm. the um you know you in that state might not be the best planner right so uh, planning ahead is always a good thing like you're saying have a have a safe place a place to lay down your head because you might need it 
Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, coming up next, Dr. Brian Nickel will pair cannabis strain with our musical guest. I'm Dr. Brian Nickel, your cannabis expert for CannabisExpertMD.com with a music and cannabis pairing for The Edge Show. Musical guest this week is the Corey Montgomery Band. They're out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. They're kind of a blues, funk, soul, jazz fusion kind of sound. Uh, Corey began playing at 13 years of age up in Fayetteville, and he studied under some of the world's best guitar players. The Corey Montgomery Band, uh, they played many different festivals and events throughout the country. They performed with everybody from B.B. King to Slightly Stupid. Uh, their self-titled album, KMB of course, it was released in 2019, and they also had a self-titled EP that was released in 2020. I listened to Trap with Joey Parker on keyboards. Corey, he plays guitar and sings. Sean Eccles, he's on guitar and also does vocals. Scott Rendor, he's on guitar. Kramer Kelling, he plays the bass. Michael Jude, he plays the vocals, does a little tambourine work there too. And Mark Levy, he's on the drums. It was a really excellent performance by everyone in the band. You really feel the funky blues jazz vibe throughout the song that's uh, really about that vein crush. For this, I was kind of looking for a strain to give you a bit of a chill vibe, but still give you some fun and energy with that. For this, I selected based on cannabinoid terpene profiles, natural state medicinals, lemoncello. Now, lemoncello is potent at 21% total THC. Just a little trace bit of CBD is present. Terpenes show a potent 1.9% total. It is limonene dominant at 0.55%. Linalool is up next at 0.35%. Potent Myrcene at 0.29%. Beta-Curiophyllin right up there at 0.28%. With uh, Terpinaline right up there with those guys at 0.23%. Pinene makes good showing at 0.12%. With Humulene at almost 0.1% total. Now the strong Limalene and Myrcene combined with the THC should give you a very quick cerebral happy kind of uh, effect. The beta-carioflin and the linalool, that should give a bit of relaxation and maybe a little bit of sedation when combined with the terpinaline. The pinene is going to give you just a little bit of focus and energy in the humulene. It may prevent some of the munchy effects that the high THC will produce. Now, lemoncello, this show go well with the KMB performance as you consider the traps you have to navigate in your own life on a regular basis. Now, although the band is said to leave you drunk, horny, and looking for a fight, Lemoncello will not make you violent. For more information on all things medical cannabis, be sure to check us out at CannabisExpertMD.com. We're also available on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under CannabisExpertMD. And now I present to you the Corey Montgomery Band with Trap.
And I'm Wendy Lovage. And this is My Light News. Mm-hmm. Happy 420, everyone. Happy 420. So good to see you, Candace. You too, love. I'm just so 
excited about today, having a blast. What are your plans for 420? Well, for me this year, I don't have an event to go to, which I'm really excited about to kind of be home, enjoying the medicine, enjoying this cannabis holiday, doing a few interviews on Weed Speak and here for the Ed Show. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a great day so far. How about you? What, do you, what, do you? what are you doing? Sounds like fun. Yes, I totally understand what you're saying about being in events. Um, it seems like for the past five years, I've been doing something on 420. Mm-hmm. But it happens to be me and my husband's anniversary. And so we finally get to just chill and relax together to, um, on 420, unusually. Right, and right. we've been together about 26 years now. Whoa. So Mm-hmm. it's gonna be a good good day yeah that is wonderful what a great day for an anniversary and I'm so glad you get to enjoy each other today and it's not as stressful when you don't have an event to go to for sure thank you thank you yes we're gonna just chill and enjoy each other's company nice great. nice well happy 420 to him as well and I know that you were looking into the origins of 420 so I'm really excited to hear more about that Yes, Wendy, it's a pretty awesome story. It started with some kids, five California kids to be exact, and they used to hang out by a wall at San Rafael School, and there was a meeting spot, and that inspired their name, The Wall, The Waldos, (laughs) in the fall of 1971, and The Waldos learned of a co-starred, a member who had planted a cannabis plant and could no longer tend to the crop. Provided with a treasure map, some say the plant's owner himself drew up the map. It was supposedly leading teens to an abandoned product. This group would meet up at a statue outside their high school called Louis Pasteur. At least once a week, they would conduct a search and their meeting time, 4.20, after (laughs) practice. They were athletes, so they all had to go to practice and then they would meet up. Uh Waldos would pile into a car, smoke some pot, and then head to the nearby Point Reyes Forest for the treasure hunt. (laughs) One of the original members, Steve Capper, said to the Huffington Post, we would remind each other in the hallways that we were supposed to meet up at 420. It originally started out as 420 Louis, but eventually dropped the Louis. They never did score the treasure, but perhaps they stumbled on to something better. The term (laughs) 420 is now allowing high schoolers and so many more to discuss cannabis without unaware people knowing. Then, of course, the Grateful Dead helped spread the word. Absolutely. The Grateful Dead and others um, as we've gone forward. It's really cool. You know, I think most people, even if they're not cannabis patients or enthusiasts, know what 420 is and of course they know what the hand signal is right yes (laughs) yes and it's a fun way to spread it and spread the word and even our legislation and stuff has been using 420 language and it just shows that we're doing our job and spreading it and having fun with it for sure and look these kids started and they probably had no idea that really the whole world would be using those numbers to signify cannabis and cannabis use. So it's lots of fun to learn about this for sure. Definitely. 
Well, happy 420, Candace, to you and your husband, and happy anniversary. Happy 420 to you too, Wendy and Angela, for sure. And everybody out there, y'all, I hope y'all have a wonderful night. This has been Mile High News on The Edge Show. Well, it's been such a great show. Brandon, do you have any final thoughts about the 420 holiday or cannabis? I was hoping cannabis? that you would end this episode with like a bong rip or something. You like just put <laughs> like fireworks. We're going to just get this done. <laughs> hey, no, I want to encourage all uh, cannabis users uh, to fight the good fight and to always stand up uh, for your um, for your fellow cannabis users, whether mm-hmm. they are advocating for marijuana or trying to help people out that have been in trouble with the system with marijuana, or as we said, people that are not even using marijuana. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is to each their own. This is one of those land of the free America. This is the most American thing you can do on 420. I really do believe it. And so mm-hmm. uh, we celebrate you guys on a day like this. We celebrate Wendy Love Edge. Uh, she's such an advocate for this stuff uh, here locally and now nationally uh, mm-hmm. with this show. So really do appreciate all the hard work that you put in and um, and being just a, a, a mouthpiece for a lot of other people that are are fighting the good fight. So happy 420 to everyone out there. Thank you so much, Brandon. You know, it's really my pleasure to bring this information to people to stand up and say, I am a cannabis patient. Um, you know, I had a really great career as an occupational therapist working in mainstream medicine. And so stepping into this, um, I bring that with me and I'm starting to to sort of merge the two actually, and there'll be more about that uh, coming up. Um, but uh, I encourage everyone you know, to, to join hands and work together. You know, whether you come to this as a patient or you're coming to it um, for, uh, for the fun of it and to I'm just here for the dabs, man. Right. That's, that's cool. Uh, You know, but we, we really do need to stand together uh, until prohibition ends and the medicine is descheduled so that everyone has access to it, can have grow rights and, and use uh, use what they need for their own health. Um, take back your health, America. That's All right. right. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. The Ed Show is sponsored in part by Keras Healthcare, the relevant app, Lit Premium Smoking Supplies, One Three One Inclusion Gallery, Irie Bliss Wellness, The Bomb Cannabis Body Care, Lindsay Camp with Synergy One Lending. Off-Leash Canine Training, and Green Harvest Health, inviting you to reclaim your wellness. Hi, my name is Stephen Coger, and I'm running for prosecutor of Washington and Madison counties. The justice system is broken, especially here in Arkansas, and one of my first policy changes will be ending the criminalization of marijuana possession. We should not be wasting our limited resources on a plant that is legal in half the country. Instead, we will focus on fighting violent crime. We'll also make major reforms and show how ending the harmful cycles of fines and fees of cash bail and overly punitive probation actually saves millions of tax dollars and makes us safer. Early voting begins on May 9th and the election is on May 24th. There's more information about me and the campaign at votecoger.com. That's vote, C-O-G-E-R, dot com. Paid for by the Committee to Elect Stephen Coger.